everybody, Sammy Two Tone here. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. And this is the Sammy Two Tone Zone podcast. That's right, this is the audio version podcast. I'm glad to be here. And we're going to be talking about a variety of different topics on this podcast. But today, we're going to be talking about entertainment. What do you do to entertain yourself? What do you like to do on your free time when it's rainy outside, the weather's getting kind of chillier? What do you like to do on a winter's day and just entertain your mind? Some people like to read. Some people like to pop in a movie. Some people like to listen to podcasts. And some people binge on internet entertainment. That's right, internet entertainment. That's what I'm going to be calling it. And it really is Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney, Apple, YouTube, all those different varieties of things. There's a lot of things to watch on YouTube nowadays that it's not just, you know, your five, 10 minute clips. They are getting longer, 20 to like 30 minutes, even up to an hour of YouTube videos that are out there that basically entertain us when we're bored. There's a lot that's out there. And this whole binge watching thing started because, well, because of Netflix and Hulu and all these streaming platforms uh, that were able to uh, actually stream multiple episodes back to back. Back in the day, we had these marathons. That's what we like to call them. We called them marathons when a new season came out of The Office and uh, it's been over a year, but it will come out on DVD and we haven't watched any of the stuff on TV because, well, we didn't really watch it on TV because we were younger, but uh, we would grab the DVD, you know, and then we would go to a friend's house and we would just watch and have a movie marathon or an office marathon or just kind of any kind of marathon that just plays the full season and then we're all up to date with it. That's how that happened. That's how it was back in the day. Now you can get the entire catalog of tv series just by a click of a button not taking up any space it's a rare thing to see nowadays do you have a bunch of dvds and movies and vhs's that's right vhs's that is a thing i I have a few of them but they're not on display but what about dvds blu-rays all that other kind of stuff do you have that on display do you have it in a in a box somewhere do you really pull them out to actually watch those movies uh in this day and age. I can say personally, I do. Um, Personally, I always watch uh, a series multiple times in a year, and that would be the Harry Potter series. I know I watch the Harry Potter series multiple times throughout the year, and uh, it's always on DVD because, well, that's usually the only way that you can actually watch it. Um, I don't pay for the HBO because that's where Warner Brothers is. It's HBO. Max, you can get that in Harry Potter's now on there. Um, but now I actually have HBO because I do the same same thing that everybody does is you know somebody that has the platform and they give them you your password and you kind of trade off, you know. Uh, I have Discovery Plus and uh, the other user is my sister. My sister has the HBO and then I just get a username on her account and that's kind of how you you know can play things out and it actually makes things a lot easier um that I, I don't know if it's illegal or not but technically we're under the same roof 
uh, there's a duplex, so it's not like I live with any family members. I live in a separate place. Uh, it's a duplex, so it's a separate apartment. It's just that my sister's my landlord. Um, but I still, even though to this day I can watch Harry Potter on HBO Max, uh, I can't do it. And here's why. It's not so much the fact that uh, I have a nostalgia to my Blu-ray uh, Harry Potter series. No, no, no. It's that uh, in my Harry Potter Blu-ray series, there is the extended version. There's the theatrical version, and then there's the uh, the extended version. Now, the extended version is not so much more. It just has just a little bit more context to some things. And if you ever watch it with anybody that has watched Harry Potter, the normal Harry Potter movies on DVD uh, and live streaming or like any kind of uh, HBO stuff, like if you watch it through that, um, you watch that first movie, you'd be, wow, that's uh, that's not in the movie. And it's like, wow, I, how could I miss that? Um, you know, maybe you're not the true Harry Potter fan that you say you are if you've missed all these extended uh, scenes in this movie. But for me, I, 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 it puts more context into it, so I like it a little bit more. So I, I tried watching it on HBO because uh, I was feeling lazy, and I said, never again. I will deal with getting up, putting the DVD in the DVD player, and uh, watching the extended version because it just it's just better. And, you know, I could watch the older movies for sure with uh, on a streaming platform, but definitely, I think it's one, two, and three have all extended versions on them. Uh, so I, I know for sure one and two do. Third one, I think it's a good possibility. Uh, yeah, so when you, you just got to have that. Uh, but anything after that, sure, I could probably just watch it on the streaming platform. Uh, but definitely for the first two movies, you have to have the extended version of it. It is just a little bit better. It, just a little bit more of immersive of doing that. But I do those marathons all the time. I'm, you know, I am not ashamed to say it, but I do watch it probably maybe six times a year, maybe more, uh, depending on uh, what's going on. Yes, that means not six times in a year that I started up and don't finish it. It's literally, you know, all of the movies six times a year. And when I say all the movies, I do mean the Fantastic Beast series as well, um, because that's just part of the Harry Potter universe, and uh, yeah, I I watch that as well. So I watch all of them, and I watch them all in order, and then I do watch the Fantastic Beast afterwards. Um, so that's just kind of how that goes. Uh, but the thing is, is that entertaining watching TV shows and movies that are out there. Um, what kind of stuff do you like to watch? I like to watch the true crime kind of stuff, like the you know, the mystery murder stuff. I know, I know, I know. It's kind of cliche, but it's so good. Uh, nobody can deny that it's not good. I believe that it's just so good and so well done. Documentaries. Man, I love documentaries. Even as a kid, you know, uh, my brother would fight, my brother and I, we would fight over the TV. And uh, he would always put sports centers on. You know, he'll put the sports center on and, you know, watch all the stuff of all these sports games that went on. That wasn't for me, man. No, I put the History Channel on and uh, watch everything on the History Channel and documentary. This is before the History Channel was like the Ancient Alien and uh, all the other kind of like American Picker kind of stuff. Um, this is when they 
most of the time just they had you know the how it's made uh and all this other kind of like you know very history stuff it's moved away from that for a little bit but you know with the streaming platforms you can actually now get the stuff but i just liked learning things through a video form it's very entertaining if it's done in a very entertaining way I just love it. So I was a documentary person from a younger age and just even now to just kind of listen and watch documentaries. It's a, it's a great thing. I, I don't like all documentaries. Um, uh, it's gotta be done a certain way, but there's different types of documentaries. Of course there's, you know, it's all done on historical events pretty much, uh, at a certain point of history and time of what happened. And then there is, that's like the history document. And then there's about people. Uh, there's documentaries about, you know, uh, if there was a, a serial killer that was out there and watching those, those, those are entertaining as well. The documentaries that I don't like is when they make a documentary about a person that is, you know, relevant or still in the public eye. And they talk about them like they're the greatest thing in the world, even though they could be very controversial. Um, you know, I watched a, a Donald Trump one and uh, it wasn't, you know, a one that's saying, oh, look how great he is. No, it's more of this is how he was before he became the president. Uh, and then everything changed after that, which I think that's OK, because um, you don't really get a history of people that are in politics, you know. Um, they're just in politics their whole entire life. That's usually how it is. Um, so you usually don't get that, you know, that person that was a reality TV star that becomes a president, you know, uh, you know, there's Ronald Reagan and stuff like that, but I I'm talking like a very controversial, uh, character that becomes president. And like, who is this person really about that? You know, in the nineties, it was very beloved by a lot of people. Um, not so much because of the person he was, just because of what he did, you know, um, just the stature that he had there. You go back to the 90s, early 2000, um, you're not going to hear anybody talk bad, really, about Donald Trump unless they just like Donald Trump in the beginning. Uh, but people liked him, you know. He was a rich guy, you know, that's something to look up to. Like, I want to be rich like Donald Trump. That's kind of what people said. Uh, that's the air we go, grew up in. And then... Uh, the thing is, is that people change. Uh, he didn't change. Uh, the, the people changed. Uh, just when he started having actually opinions on political stuff, and it changes. That just shows you that uh, he didn't have to do this. He could have just stayed back and, you know, not have to deal with any of this. But, you know, he stood up and, you know, being in a very diverse country, when it comes to politics, politics just ruins everything. That aside, um, when you have documentaries just like on, like even uh, Barack Obama, come on, man, like, or Michelle Obama, I really don't care about those documentaries. They're just trying to hold these people up in the light, thinking that there's some amazing people, which, you know, sure, you know, uh, we had the first black president, Barack Obama, great, great achievement, you know, um, and a lot of times, you know, you can see why he was voted in. And then the second time around, you can see that the policies were just 
was just garbage, you know? Um, and it just really makes you think, you know, you know, there's nothing different. You know, you're voting in a face and then it's the party that's behind them that's driving it. And that's even more relevant right now with uh, with Biden as well. So the just kind of get off of the, you know, the whole, you know, politics thing. But I just don't like documentaries like that, especially the documentary that's coming out. That's just literally made me sick to my stomach is the one about Fauci, uh, Fauci. Uh, it's literally called Fauci and it goes through his whole dealings with the AIDS pandemic, right? Now, this would be this would be a documentary that would be just fine if we weren't in a pandemic. If we weren't in something that affects everybody like coronavirus, right? Like COVID-19, right? We're talking about COVID-19 here and the the big terrible mess up th- stuff that we had there, right? And the person that's behind it is Dr. Fauci. Uh, he messed up AIDS. And uh, whether they explain that in the documentary or not, I'll, I'm going to watch it to kind of see what stuff they're not telling you. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, this guy thought. Now it's he thought that it was airborne, that you can uh, spread it to children and you have to be careful through saliva. So, you know, if you remember growing up, like in the 80s, uh, it, they, you don't drink from the bubbler. You know, you you, you know, you could catch AIDS in a public bu- bubbler, you know. Uh, people were uh, afraid because they didn't want to perform CPR on people because they could have AIDS. Um, and that was the scary thing. So that was the misinformation, they called it. But really, it was Dr. Fauci not reading the research because there was research out when he said this stuff that says, hey, man, you know, uh, no, it's transmitted between this. This is what we're finding in our research. And they just ignored it and just pushed out this uh, scare tactic and this propaganda and this misinformation. Well, at the time was information. And you see that happening right now. You know, you can see that he said, oh, you don't need to wear a mask. You say that now that would be considered misinformation but now it's information and you can see that it's just uh, it's a mirrored thing and you know to make a documentary to just kind of prove the fact that uh was a failure and you know he choked up when he was talking about the aids pandemic and you know what maybe he does feel like the ptsd you know the you know post-traumatic uh stress syndrome you know sure you know maybe he's actually feeling bad that he couldn't do anything and he made mistakes and then it's realizing that you know what maybe i made the same mistakes here um if he's not feeling that way he just feels bad because he was p- more involved with the aids pandemic and saw the people die it was very heart-wrenching and then he looks at this is like well i'm just cashing in and yes he's literally cashing in he is the highest paid uh government employee and uh he's always on tv uh one of the most famous people. I mean, you can't talk. You, everybody knows who Dr. Fauci is. Uh, well, maybe in 2019, nobody knew who he was. Nobody really cared who he was. It was a forgotten thing. But now he's back in the spotlight. But then you have this clip from, uh, you have this clip from this uh, from the trailer, right? You have this clip from this trailer that um, tries to paint this light of who Dr. Fauci is. But this is not Dr. Fauci at all. Uh, you know, here, just listen to this clip. Uh, 
explaining about Dr. Fauci here. If you're a public servant, you don't do it because you want to make money. You don't do it for the glory. You do it because you care. Yeah. Um, that's why there is, at the time of me uh, recording this and uh, looking at that YouTube trailer, on YouTube there was only like 7.5 likes and over 95,000 dislikes. That's amazing. That just kind of shows you that... Um, we all know that this is garbage. We all know that nobody likes him. Uh, and sure, it, I don't wish ill about upon him at all, right? Anybody that you know wants to, you know, go after this guy personally, or had his family personally, you know, that's uh, that's not right. Uh, I know that his daughter talks about um, is in this documentary. Um, the fact that the fact that she's actually you know, defending him is one thing. It's one thing to have a love for your child. And, you know, that's a, a thing. Family is family. You know, I get it. You can say, I love my dad and all this kind of stuff. He was really good. And, you know, seeing what's going through as I was growing up. But guess what? You know what? I can admit that maybe he's only human and he's made mistakes. You know, if she said something like that, cool. You know, nobody would go after her. You know, it's okay to say, you know, he's a POS. He messed up. Uh, but he's just not owning up to it because you have these cameras in front of his face and he's doing it for the glory. He's doing it for that paycheck. He's doing it for your government. So those are the kind of documentaries I don't like. But the other kind of documentaries that you could just binge watch. I mean, come on. I mean, when this pandemic happened, there's everybody was watching Tiger King. I don't know anybody that doesn't know what Tiger King is or hasn't watched Tiger King. If you haven't watched Tiger King at this point, I don't know what you're waiting for. Um, it is a over, uh, it's a very, very good documentary. Um, not as so much. It's like, uh, the story itself, it wrote itself, you know, uh, this guy got all this footage and all this footage. And it, it just amazes me on how some documentaries are stuff like this. You just get, it just falls into your lap, right? So the guy that had all this footage that fell into his lap was actually there to film uh, a different kind of uh, thing, not a documentary, but a reality TV show. So when you have someone that's filming a reality TV show, cameras are on all the time and things are going on. And then, you know, what happened happens. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, that reality TV show probably would have done really well. Um, but this is just pushes it to the next level. Without a doubt. Um, then you have other series like Make It a Murderer. That is, you're, you're taking all that information, kind of putting it and being biased and trying to be the uh, the defend, you know, trying to the defend it, you know, trying to defend uh, what actually went on. It makes you question, did they make the right decisions? And those are good documentaries. Uh, another documentary that just kind of, you know, was really good is The Staircase. You know, if you watch that, you, this guy called up the documentary, you know, crew and said, we need to film this, you know, um, and that right there, that it was his decision. That's why you see what is going on behind the scenes and on his side of what a trial is like when you're being accused of murder. Um, that's definitely something that I would do if 
if I could do it, you know, I was put in a situation was, man, I'm innocent and I, I know I'm innocent, but this could get messy because it could be very political. It could be very, you know, go after you. That is the kind of thing that I would do, you know, um, and it's just amazing that they have the foresight to do something like that. Uh, that's really good. I also like to watch, uh, you know, Netflix original series. Limited series, I think, are the best form of entertainment. I know. Uh, it may be controversial. And if you don't know what a limited series is, it's where it's like one, like it's not even a season because you don't have multiple seasons. It is like seven episodes, five episodes, maybe 10 episodes. Um, but it's definitely too long of a thing to be just for a movie but it's too short and concludes itself for it to be a multiple season uh, thing. So something that was really good, that's seven episodes, so it's about seven hours. And you can finish this in a week. Uh, you could finish this, definitely finish this in like a couple of days, without a doubt. And it's that uh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass is a limited series on Netflix, and uh, I suggest anybody that you know, is into thrillers and, you know, kind of mystery and supernatural kind of stuff. Uh, definitely, definitely watch uh, Midnight Mass. It's great. Seven episodes, you know, seven hours of your time. That's definitely well spent. Um, and it's just, you know, that mystery, that, that, that entertainment that kind of pulls you in. That is what I like to see. And then there's also just those other good old time movies. Uh, we're going on Netflix. It says, uh, from the 90s. I mean, it's got a killer lineup. The 90s was a good time. I mean, it may not have been the best visual effects. It may not have been the best, you know, film or quality that you can get. But it was a great time for storytelling. Because you come nowadays and you can see certain things and be, wow, you know, they are playing off the 90s. Jumanji and all this other kind of stuff that they remade or just had sequels to. It's just great. Um, some sequels do very well. I, I think the Jumanji uh, sequel was uh, very decent. It wasn't something that they were trying to, you know, you know, reboot, but it was something that it was a continuance of, and that in itself was really good. So they changed it and made it something different, more digital, and this time it was a great way to do that. Now, what was a horrible way to do something was Space Jam. Space Jam is, you know, the. Uh, it was great in the 90s. There was no need to do a reboot or a remake or anything like that. It was a bad decision. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just going to leave it to that. You know, it was horrible. It should have never been made. Uh, people wanted a sequel, you know, but they didn't want a sequel with LeBron James. They didn't want a sequel the way it happened. What they wanted was Michael Jordan. And they wanted a sequel to that. Uh, but, you know, they didn't do it. And so, you know, we would have been happy with not having a sequel. Now, uh, there are other different kind of shows that are out there that you can always just binge watch and watch that are good. You know, you have the Star Wars. You know, that's always a good thing to watch. If you don't like Star Wars, you know, that's fine. I enjoy watching Star Wars. Um, there are three different ways that you can watch it. Um, and they're all kind of the, got the same, uh, back into it. 
uh, never watch uh, seven, eight, nine because those are not relevant. You can just throw them out. You can you know save your time and not watch those films. But what you can do is you know watch four, five, and six, and then watch one, two, and three. That is the proper way to watch. That is the order that you watch it. So that is the order that you know most people would. And then you can watch it in chrono in the chronological order where you're going from one, two, three, four, five, six, right? Uh, you could throw Rogue One in there because it's in between. And um, sure, uh, that's always uh, a good way to watch it as well. Maybe controversial, but I enjoy watching it that way because then you just see the whole progression of Anakin uh, into Darth Vader. And if you didn't know that, uh, now you do. Uh, so you can watch that whole progression. The last way that you can actually watch it is called the Machete Way, where it's just big, huge flashbacks. You know, you watch four, then you watch one, then you watch five, then you watch two, then you watch six, then you watch three. It's those kind of coincide with each other, and they're just all huge flashbacks of what is actually happening. So that is a fun way to watch it as well. And I watch them in all those ways. And once again, you don't need to watch the last three films that were made that were produced by Disney. Disney knows how to do some things, and uh, making a Skywalker continuance of Star Wars is not one of them. Making off stories like Rogue One, Solo, and The Mandalorian, sure, they know how to do that. They know how to kick off superhero movies like the MCU. They did it very well. Watch all of those. That will take up a whole bunch of time. Watch all the series all together. Watch them in the way that it came out. I think it's more fun that way. Don't try to watch them in the order that uh, they want, like the chronological order. Watch them in the order that they came out in. I think that's you know the, the proper way. That's just me of how it comes out. And just the thing that they're doing with the new Spider-Man. Uh, well, we can get into that later uh, into another episode. But it's just the fact that there's so much to watch on TV. You know, there's so much being produced that there's just a library of things that you can just explore. And if there's ever a time that I go and I say, well, I don't really have anything that I want to watch right now. I always pick three numbers. And it doesn't matter what the numbers are. I just randomly pick three numbers. And then when I open up Netflix, I go down the numbers that I say. So let's say I say four, six, and eight, right? So I go down four, I go up six, and I go over eight, you know, um, and that's usually how I do that. And whatever it lands on, boom, that's just my randomness. Uh, but you do have this random, you know, button that you could do on Netflix now because that's that's what I've done before. So the random button, it's just you know, it's the same thing, and it takes out the numbers. But I think it's a little bit more fun when you have a guest over and you said. Let's just randomly pick something and let's just watch it through, force ourselves to watch it through. And I've done that before and I've been pleasantly surprised that, you know, there are some things out there I look and think, ugh, I don't know. And then I'd be like, wow, that was amazing. And you, you just, you know, you can't go wrong. And with all these different kind of networks that all have their own different streaming platforms, you don't need to have cable anymore. Uh, and, you know, with these weather you know, getting colder, you 
kind of snuggle up and just kind of pick out something that you can probably entertain yourself. But at the same time, the reason why we have these entertainment stuff is because we want to escape from the world that we're in. This is the whole point about that. This is what sports is about. This is what you know movies should be about. This is what TV series should be about. It should be taking our everyday lives, what's going on in the world, and separate us from that so we can relieve our stress and just kind of escape for just a little bit in the cinematic adventure. But when movies and documentaries and all these other kind of stuff like sports, they bring in politics, it ruins everything. When they want to go woke, when they want to be politically correct, when you'd be like, wow, like really? The one thing that I absolutely hated is watching a TV show that everybody's wearing a mask. We get it. We live it. But we don't need to have an escape. And our escape is the same thing that we're trying to escape. We want that world of escape that people aren't just wearing masks everywhere. So when you see a TV show that is doing that, you know, they can probably have comedy out of it. They can make some relevance to it. But I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But that's because I truly feel that uh, I want to separate my entertainment and sports from uh, the politics and what's going on. It's the same thing when you grab a book. You know, sometimes, you know, you read literature and, you know, they don't have, you know, the stuff in it because it's a written work. It's great. Now, I, you know, read a lot of stuff that is about America and like history stuff and how it started and get well informed on that. Um, but then there's other stuff that you well, you know, that you can read as well that, you know, just stories, you know, just to kind of escape the Harry Potter books. If you want to read something, read the Harry Potter books. Oh, it's just amazing. It's just full of an imagination. You know, read something like that. Read something that can actually get you to escape from this world, you know, Something that you can just, you know, enjoy. And that's and that's what that's all about. And that's what entertainment should be about. It should be about entertaining you, taking your mind off of what's actually happening in your life just for the short bit of time. And uh, so you can enjoy yourself. You know, and even doing it with somebody else is even great. You know, having that person that you can sit down with and watch a show with and you could be like, whoa, whoa, did you just see what happened? And you could discuss things like, I think this is going to happen. And you can discuss your theories with each other. And you see this on, you know, that's what uh, uh, YouTube has. They have these theories all the time. You watch a show, they have all these theories. And, you know, it's it really is uh, basically what you're doing by yourself. You can do all this stuff isolated. And then you can go and watch, you know, people actually break down these theories. And, you know, I, I am a fan of uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, it's a cartoon an adult cartoon and uh you know i would watch the rick and morty episode and uh, a couple days later there would be something that came out that would watch it like eight times and then slow it down and watch it frame by frame and watch all the easter eggs and just kind of connect everything together and then you have a better understanding of that that's pretty cool you know we didn't have that back in the day that's what we, you know, if you're with somebody else and you, then you discuss what just happened. That's why you go to movies with people. As soon as you walk in out of the theater, it's very difficult. If you're walking into the movie theater and somebody just starts talking about what just what they just saw, you know, that is going to be very difficult in itself. 
uh, you, there are spoilers that way. You know, usually you wait until you get into the car, but you shouldn't be walking out of the theater. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe they actually killed him in this movie. Um, yeah, you know, and I, things have been spoiled for me by walking into a theater. I'd be like, that person just spoiled it for me. Now I know what happens. Uh, so that's why, I, I, well, I haven't been in the theaters since, you know, 2019, uh, before the pandemic. And, um, yeah, uh, I, I want to go back to the theater, but I like going out during the day. It's great doing it during the day. I splashed down on a Tuesday, $5 during the day, theater's empty. You can find that friend that can go with you and then you can discuss it on your way home. That's what that's there for. Uh, your car ride is always full and eventful. You know, going there is the theories of what's going to happen. Leaving there is discussing the theories of what happened. That's what that's there for. And now we have these, you know, people on YouTube that do all that work. That's very entertaining. That point things out that you may have missed. Um, that now you don't have to spend your time and watch this over and over again just to get that uh, that deeper knowledge. Um, so whatever way you want to entertain yourself and escape from this, you know, this world, you know, that is a great way. Now, if you have any suggestions of any, uh, movies or documentaries that you want me to talk about, um, just go ahead and reach out to me. And, uh, I have a lot of other things. This is more of what I like to do, what I like to watch. We can go into more depth of certain shows and theories and whatnot. And, uh, into other episodes and also you know there's gonna be multi uh topics you know so i'm gonna try to pick you know four topics of the day and it's been about 15 you know 10 15 minutes on each of those topics and that's kind of what that's gonna be the platform but i just thought that i would put my thoughts out there of what i think is going to be entertaining and you know another form of entertainment that i truly like is a podcast um so please you know subscribe listen to the podcast. Hopefully you enjoy this and hopefully this has been entertaining, but Hey, that's just me. Be safe.